Hey everyone, we are back for another season of exciting rehearsals. And this week, our guest clinician is one of the amazing people that helps bring the Macy's Great American Marching Band to the streets. It is Ron Simmons. Our hosts are ready to get you through this week and beyond. So plop down on the bleachers because we will also find out what made Cindy say. I wondered if you had to see marching technique or not, if you just thought, well, we'll just teach them how to do that. (laughs) And why Trish said. Kudos to those teachers and directors for like putting that, you know, saying, you know, turning turning a negative into a positive for those kids. That's cool. All this and more. So get out on the field and we will see you back on the sidelines for this week's episode of On the Water Break. Eight off the mat and go. Welcome to On a Water Break. The podcast where we talk everything marching arts. Everyone, bring it in. Welcome to another episode of season two of On a Water Break, the podcast where we talk about everything you and your friends are talking about at rehearsal on a water break. I'm Jackie Brown, and this definitely has to be one of my favorite episodes. So I am so excited because we get to do a deeper dive into the Macy's Parade, which is like one of my favorite things of the whole year. Uh, Our guest clinician this week is Ron Simmons. He's the executive director of the Macy's Great American Marching Band, which is the band that I have been volunteering with since 2009. They've been around since 2006 in the Macy's Parade. So amazing, stable performance of the Macy's Parade. And I'm so, so, so happy to be a part of that. And, And I'm just excited. We really, really excited. We got Ron. Like, it's awesome. So let's see who's on the sideline this week. So hi, Cindy. Which Cindy are we talking to? <laughs> oh, well, I'm not talking about my guest Cindy yet. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and Trish is back. Here I am. How are you guys? Doing good. Good. Well, we were supposed to. It was going to be amazing. We were supposed to have Chris Rutt today, but uh, he ended up getting called into work. <laughs> His extended assignment got extended even more. That's what happens when you're on California time, I guess. Well, we also have a guest host, which I'm very excited because we got to meet in person. She is fresh off the streets. She's a member of the amazing 400 person band directors band that participates participated in the Macy's parade this week. So let's bring her to the sideline. It's Cindy Mancini. Hi, everyone. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. I am so excited to have you. And since this is your first guest appearance, uh, you maybe if you listen to the show, you kind of know what comes next. We're going to do your 32 count life story. I'm ready. I'm going to give you eight off the mat and then you just take it away. Tell us everything as if we just ran into you on the street in New York and you're getting ready to go line up for the parade and you just need to tell us everything of your whole life story. I'm ready. (laughs) So my name is Cindy Mancini. I am from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I actually teach band grades seven through 12 at my alma mater. So it's a unique situation that I teach where I went to school. You can find me on TikTok and on Instagram at girly band director. I try to make content for Anyone who's looking for music education, knowledge, or humor, I try to keep it light and fun. 
I play the trumpet and I try to be as laid back as possible in my teaching while having very high expectations. <laughs> there you go. He's kept it right under time. <laughs> so I had to make that comment about meeting on the street for all of our listeners who don't know, because that's literally how we, I finally met Cindy. I seriously looked for you the whole week. If you ask your fellow 75 trumpet section members i every time i saw people wearing their the blue jackets that said the band directors marching band i like jumped on them and i was like does any of you know cindy mancini well we were walking down the street and i just kept hearing does anyone know who cindy mancini is and i was like oh wait that's me (laughs) (laughs) so that was exciting that was day four of looking for you so (laughs) it was very exciting for me too So is it, what was like your favorite thing about this? Uh, how did you get involved? What did you enjoy? Just tell us some about the, about your experience. So I got involved when they did the Rose Bowl Parade in 2022, a coworker of mine, who's not a music teacher, sent me the application that she had found online. And so I applied and I did the Rose Bowl Parade and it was an incredible experience. Five and a half miles is no joke. No, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, it's brutal. But then um, we got the email that they had been accepted to do the Macy's Parade. And it's a parade that I watch every year, as I'm sure many people do. And (laughs) see it on TV and think, man, I would love to do that. And so for me, it was a bucket list item that I wanted to perform in the Macy's Parade. So I applied again. I got accepted. The My favorite part of the experience, though, is meeting other people from all over the United States that have such unique teaching experiences. Like the woman who I stood next to was from the westernmost inhabited island of Hawaii. Wow. Her teaching experiences are very different than my teaching experiences in Pittsburgh, where it is cold. So it was just, when else am I ever going to have the opportunity to share ideas with someone from Hawaii about our experiences and how they're similar and how they're very different. But it reminds you that you're not alone. Like I'm the only high school band director in my school district. And sometimes mm-hmm. you feel on an island Uh, but it's very nice to know that there are other people out there that do the same things you do and they are a support system for you on the days where you struggle or you want to celebrate it's it's a great great group of people 400 instant friends about like 400 oh my gosh you guys were a force to be reckoned with coming down that street yeah I forget how loud I play until the people in front of me reminded me (laughs) Cindy and Trish did you guys get to see it on tv I did. I'm one of those people, like Cindy mentioned, watches the Macy's Parade every year so I can see the bands and the guards and, of course, Santa. But I tell my kids, (laughs) I tell my guard kids to watch it because there's so many amazing bands and color guards and stuff like that. I actually, at my high school where I coach, my band director and my assistant band director, Amy Wilcox and Teddy Sotoropoulos, were both both participated in the band director's band. So we've been hearing about this for a while now. Once they got accepted, you know, with the, the buzz has been kind of going about that. Come on, let's go. Let's get the so guard cool. directors out there. Come on, let's go. I'm ready. Yes. So, <laughs> so uh, do you have to audition? Like, is it like DCI? I mean, how do you, how no, do you think? it was not like DCI. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we, um, we had to apply. Basically, the application asks you about your playing experience. Do okay. you even still play your instrument? Right. Yes, I do. Thankfully, support it. <laughs> yes, but they also take into account. They want to make sure that every state is accounted for. Okay. And so 
it was, I was very fortunate. I had an amazing, amazing time. You're standing in that green square and Savannah Guthrie's 10 feet away from you. It's, and you're just, oh, what an experience. <laughs> oh yeah. What a moment. It is. It was great. So going from the, the Rose Bowl performance to the Macy's performance, like, did you have to reapply? How did, how did that situation work? Cause I, I will say I had a friend of mine who, is a it works with the Macy's band with me and he said that he actually went to go apply to be in it for this year and the application closed in like two days yeah it was we had 900 applications apparently for the band I know that people who did the Rose Bowl parade I believe got preferential acceptance because you had already done it once I will say thankfully I did that one and it's done and over with. And as I get older, I won't be able to do that again. Yeah. Um, but it, there was a, some people that returned, some people who were brand new to the organization. And it was bigger than it was in the Rose Bowl parade. So it, like I said, just meeting all the people was the, the best part. And, you know, it was, it's emotional too. You get connected to these people in such a short time. We had the opportunity to play at the 9-11 Memorial. And uh, that's amazing. Was, life-changing for all of us because for for most of us we remember 9-11 and having the opportunity to play there and share that connection and share that moment was was wonderful well it is time for our gush and goes so we have a new sound and word is on the new gush and go sound chris rutt has a starring role great job everyone set your equipment down gush and go Hopefully he will get to listen to that later and hear himself. Cindy Berry, do you want to go ahead and start us off with your gush and go for this week? Well, of course, uh, Instagram is where you can find me at Leander Mama and uh, things are heating up there as we're getting ready for WGI season. And the kids, of course, they're in the middle of concert season right now. They're doing their holiday concerts and, and those are always so stinking cute. I mean, they always do something at those to make them special. But I know there's region going on. So many of them are, are doing area, but WGI is what we're super excited about. I try to maintain my composure until January <laughs> and I'm trying to do the days of bandmas right now. I've got 25 days of bandmas going on on my Instagram account featuring different different bands every day and the kids eat that up and of course I love doing it. But uh, so I have to pace myself. Like I said, right now we're doing Bamas, but I'm gearing up, gearing up for Winter Guard and can't wait to see what the 2024 season is going to bring. You have created quite a culture over there on your uh, on your social media pages, too. I have to say, like, there's there's just a tone that is not matched on a lot of other banned social media pages so and i don't even know how it happened it just evolved and and the cool thing is i get <laughs> everywhere i go i get to meet kids who know i who i am and they recognize me and they love the same thing about the page that other people love. I mean, it's it's such a special audience, and it's a true band nerd audience uh, from a parent perspective, but it's also just that love of marching band. So it's like the combination of both. I don't know how it, like I said, it just evolved, and, and here we are. <laughs> well, Trish, what would you like to gush about this week? 
Well, Micah, she goes also about Winter Guard, and um, I'm super excited because after, you know, weeks of doing training and writing choreo and stuff like that, we at Northern Valley are going to start staging our show this week. Actually, both of my teams, my Northern Valley High School team and my independent Envy Winter Guard team, my best friends coming in for the weekend, Billy Parrott, who also... Some people who are listening may remember he did North Syracuse Central when they won WGI It's Classic A in 2009, that legendary Y show with the big question mark um, that people still okay. that people still talk about. Um, so that's my best friend. That show, we could talk about this another day, but that show was actually dedicated to me. But we could talk about that oh, another day. It that? was. It was, yeah. Yeah, because put a pin in that for like an yes, entire show feature. For sure, for sure. We have to discuss that. <laughs> but I'm super excited. We're going to get both shows on the road this weekend, get them up and running. So, and plus the BFF time is also quality time too. So it's all good things over here. Well, Cindy Mancini, what would you like to gush about to our listeners this week? Uh, as everyone, I'm sure, is in the same boat, we are in concert season here at my school. Uh, I have my middle school concert, my high school concert next week. But after that, I am so excited that I finally get to uh, take my students to Disney World this year. It's a Disney Ooh. trip. So I'm looking forward to uh, making some TikToks about the trials and tribulations of traveling with 70 teenagers. Oh, God. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Disney World. It's that's gonna going be, viral. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be amazing. Some of the students have never been. I'm a Disney adult, freely admit that. So I'm excited to share my love of Disney with all of my students uh, headed into headed into spring semester and then get geared up for spring concerts and musical and all of that good stuff that comes in spring musical seasons my favorite it's my favorite thing I was in orchestra it's the it's just that's my best memories other than color guard was being in in the orchestra for musicals it's It's, truly special it really is my students get to see me play and do what I love to do I don't conduct the pit I just play and it's great because they get to see me do what I do. Do your thing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. I think Disney adults are just the dreamers of our generation. Absolutely. And like, you know, people can people can say what they want about it. That's fine. We're gonna enjoy our lives. <laughs> Disney World. I'm not gonna no judgment. Apologize for it. We're gonna have to for those who don't know, I'm actually a kindergarten teacher and we had parent-teacher conferences last night, which is why I wasn't going to be available for this. So I'm grateful that we changed the time. Um, <laughs> and I sat down, I, this one mom and dad came in and I said to them, whatever you spent on that Disney vacation, you got every penny's worth because it's all she talks about. And they, oh, were, so, and they, were, they were like, oh. They were so happy. I said, she talks about Disney. Well, I went to Disney and I, I went to Disney and I, they were so happy. I like made their night. I love that. That's awesome. Well, Cindy, we're going to have to like coordinate because uh, my band is going to Disney this spring. Yeah. So we'll have to uh, text about some of those, some of those yeah. dates and what you guys are up to. Maybe we could, maybe we could spend four days of me looking for you again. <laughs> I won't wait wearing a blue coat though. So sorry. I think we should think- podcast from Disney. I think we should all go. We I'm should in. all okay on a water break live from Disney. Disney. I love it. <laughs> Happening. <laughs> well, my gush for this week is definitely simple. It is because uh, it's almost the end of the semester, and I know you guys are like 
like as a high school teacher, that's always was one thing, like getting excited about going into like Christmas break and stuff. But as teaching college, it's like, it's a whole different situation. Like finals week is next week. And I I think the students might be more prepared than I am for finals week to happen. (laughs) And I'm teaching a new class next semester. So I'm just like, I'm ready for a break. And then I'm going to rest and rejuvenate and then build this new class. So that's, that's my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing to do with band, but that's where my brain is at today. That's your life. (laughs) Yes. Hey, it's called Gush and Go, not Gush and Stay. Let's go. Well, before we get to our interview with Ron, I want to share a little interview with you guys. I got to sit down with Caitlin, who is a woodwind performer who participated in the Macy's band this year. And I got to do like a little one-on-one interview with her. We kind of spent most of the week together. So here's what she had to say about her experience. I'm sitting here with Caitlin Cardis at the Macy's Great American Marching Band. Hi, Caitlin. Hi. So, tell me something. First of all, what do you play? Um, I play pickle and flute. Pickle and flute. Where are you from? I'm from upstate New York. Upstate New York. Where do you go to? Where do you go to school? Is it like a public school, private school? It's a public school. It's Kingston High School. Are you in your marching band at your school? Yes, I am. I'm one of the four flute section leaders. Nice. So, what made you decide to play flute? Like, let's go way back. Um, it was actually my second choice. My first choice was a string instrument. <laughs> and um, I'm really glad I didn't do that because I love band. But my teacher said, I think you should try this. And she took me to the hall and she had me just try and make a sound. And I worked and it was one of the few people that worked. So she had me go after it. Nice. Okay. And so, and, and like how many years have you been playing flute? Like eight or nine probably. Okay. And then uh, this is your second year in Macy's band, right? Is that yeah. correct? Okay. And what made you, well, how did you hear about Macy's? Let's start there. Um, I was in jazz band, and my band director told me, I have something to show you, and he took me and showed me um, his computer screen and just had the Macy's website pulled up, and Mm. I was a little confused, and I was like, I'm aware of Macy's, and then he explained (laughs) what the band was, and that he wanted to see, like, what would happen, so I auditioned, and he was, like, super encouraging about it, so I went in and submitted my video, and I wasn't really expecting to get in, (laughs) I got the email, and I, like, ran back, and the whole band was so excited to have somebody going. That's awesome. So you're basically here representing your whole band, your whole state. Is there anybody else from your band here? No. Excellent. And what about last year? Same situation? Yep. That's so cool. It's so cool. And are you, is this your last year or yeah. are you are you going to come back and do alumni band when they do that? I would absolutely love to. Yeah. Yeah. They do that like every five years. So yeah. you are in luck. It's, it's coming up in what, two years maybe? Maybe three. I don't know. Should be 2025. Okay. I know the last one was off because of COVID, but like, you know, that's kind of, it's fine. So, uh, so yeah. So what's one of the things that you're most looking forward to this week spending with the band? Um, I love walking down the street and just, it's so like surreal seeing nothing else on a New York city street. Cause it's like, there's really like two times a year where that happens and it's the two parades. It's so weird being like the dead center of the street and there's just nothing except people and people and people. <laughs> also like 3 million people doesn't like, it sounds like a lot, 
but it looks like even more when you're actually like there looking sure. around and taking it in. Yes, for sure. Oh, that's it's so cool to see everybody. So what is something that you are most looking forward to about like about just this week? Like like aside the parade aside, what's one of the things like like if someone was thinking about coming to the band and they're like, well, I don't know, I kind of like parades, but like what's something else that could attract them to come be a part of the band that you so like? I make so many friends from everywhere. Like I have friends from last year and this year, I think in every state and they're like genuine friends. Like there are people that I talk to every day. Like I would not have met them without the band. And it's really interesting because some of them came back. I'm rooming with one of them and I don't see her outside of this band because she's in Florida and I'm in New York. And it's like really, really cool to meet all these people and have that conversation of like, oh, where are you from? What do you play? And then you find out, well, we live across the nation, but we play the same instrument and we played the same solo this year. And it's like, there's <laughs> just always someone there to talk to. Like, and, and it's awesome with like texting and stuff. Now you can just like text each other and Snapchat and be Facebook friends and whatever. So it's, it's so cool. That blows my mind. It's I mean, like, granted I'm old, but <laughs> we have a group chat on Snapchat right now. I think there's probably 180 of us in it. Oh my gosh. And the goal is to get the whole band in it. And we still have one from last year that gets used daily. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. It's really cool. I want to say that one of my favorite things so far this week in particular is that you showed me how to go to the stage door of a Broadway show. Okay, so just for our listeners who don't know this, I've been coming to the Macy's Parade for 13 years and we always go to a Broadway show. So if you like Broadway, that's just another incentive to come be part of the Macy's band. Uh, but I always go to a, we always go to a Broadway show and Katie here told me <laughs> how to go to the stage door after the show and get autographs from the actors. So that was really cool. So thanks. I feel very much more informed now. <laughs> I'm a huge theater person. That's I collect all of that. Every show I see, I try and stage door to get signed something to put next to the other stuff. So you have a pretty big collection then? Yeah. Nice. And I will say the show we saw this year was one of the best shows I've seen. Honestly, I agree. We went and saw MJ the Musical. That was so good. Yeah, they're very on top of picking out good shows for us. Okay, well... We're going to go on our way. You guys have some rehearsals to get to, and then I will catch up with you later in the week. Parade's over. Yeah. How are you feeling right now? Tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind, of the, that's kind of the thing. Do you want to walk us through, like, the parade day? What, what have we been through today? Yeah, so it started at midnight after a whole three hours of sleep. Um, I was rooming with a color guard girl, and I decided to get up with her so we could get our pictures done. And um, we got up at 12. I was uniformed by 1 a.m. Kind of just hung out in the room, had a Taylor Swift dance party from 1 to 2. <laughs> Swifties! <laughs> you got to keep that energy up. Um, and then at 2, we all met in the lobby, fully uniformed, hats, makeup, hair done, um, instruments out. And then we loaded up the buses and headed out to Herald Square, where we froze our butts off for a little bit, walk into the route. We did... I think three run-throughs at Herald Square, singing and playing, just to see where the blocking was, let the cameras figure out where we are. Um, it was really cool seeing the cameras. I think they were, some were different from last year. So I don't remember the one on the track. There were some really good angles of you guys just watching the final performance production. <laughs> there was a lot of angles that I haven't seen in the, in the show before, so I think there was some new cameras. 
I like seeing the stuff that I haven't seen because I'm on the field. Like, I really enjoyed watching it back. Yeah. We meant to watch the rerun, but as soon as we sat down, we both fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then after the rehearsals, we headed over to Hard Rock for about an hour. Most of the band slept there, too. Um, yeah, I, have... I, I actually, I have to say, I totally failed at vlogging Hard Rock this year because I ended up falling asleep, too, which I don't normally. <laughs> Well, I was like, I'm not going to sleep. And then I was waking up really confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had like a buffet style breakfast, though. It was pretty good. And then from Hard Rock, we headed out to the parade route. We hung out um, along Central Park on the sidewalk for a bit. Took individual and group photos with our sections and our friends. We got to meet a lot of people on the parade route. Um, we saw Jimmy Fallon go past on his little uh, go-kart, <laughs> go golf cart deal there. And we saw Jax um, and Hyphen was right in front of us for a bit, which was neat. They waved to us and were cheering us on. And Chicago, they played for you guys. That was amazing. That was really cool. And then <laughs> I don't know if you heard, the band actually echoed it back. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know who was in front of us, but he was yelling a lot to the band and they were getting really excited. Somebody yelled something that made him laugh so hard he doubled over the railing. Um, <laughs> We had a really good time. Everybody got really excited there. Um, high fives were a big deal. We would stick our hands out over the guardrails and everyone walking past got a high five from about 200 band kids. <laughs> um, we got a lot of comments that the band was keeping up the energy along the parade route. Um, then we kind of just formed into the parade once our spot came up, which was pretty cool. We got to be behind the Bluey and the Baby Shark balloons, which yeah. the band really enjoyed. <laughs> Um, going along the route, it felt shorter this year. I don't know if that's because we were further up in the parade. We were later in the show we last year. We definitely booked it this year. We, like, I felt like we were running at times. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I've never had my legs hurt that bad marching before. <laughs> um, it was 100% worth it. Um, the crowd was really, really into it this year. Like, Very they were singing along with us even when we weren't singing, which was really cool. They were cheering us on. I loved all the little kids were yelling happy Thanksgiving and like, you're doing great. It was really cute. Um, so we marched the parade, we got to Herald Square and it was a lot louder than I remembered it being, mm -hmm. which was impressive because I remembered it being so loud. I couldn't think, but somehow it was louder. <laughs> um, I wasn't quite ready for that one, but it was like, I don't really remember the Herald Square performance because I went so fast and I was so focused on just doing it that I wasn't like in the moment. <laughs> yeah. But I did it, so it's okay. Um, we kind of got off Herald Square, got our little yay band talk from the directors, and then loaded back up onto the buses, headed back to the hotel for some um, free time and a lunch. So once we got off the buses, I returned my uniform, went and ate lunch, and then slept for five hours. And then I woke up and came to our dinner dance. Nice. That was a very detailed account. I love it. <laughs> I am glad you remember that because I took a nap at some point in there and I don't remember half of the day, honestly. It's interesting because I actually told my roommate, I'm not that tired. I don't think I'm going to sleep. So I DoorDash Starbucks and mm -hmm. then sat on my bed to drink it. And I woke up and she had set an alarm for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice of her. That's it nice was. of her. Are you planning on coming back next year? I can't graduating you're a senior this year so are you planning on coming back for the alumni band in oh, 2026 okay yeah. i'm very excited about it and a lot of my friends are planning on coming back i'm excited to see them again it's i 
hopefully it's going to be a huge band. That should be a lot of fun. I hope so. That would be really cool. So what would you say to anybody who is thinking about trying out for the Macy's band in the next few years? Just do it. Because it never hurts to try. Like, you can do it, and even if you don't get in, you can still be like, hey, I auditioned for the Macy's Great American Marching Band. And then if you get in, you can be like, yeah, I marched the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. And then once you're in, you're in for life. So if you get in your sophomore year, you can march sophomore, junior, and senior year without re-auditioning. You're guaranteed your spot. That's what I did. I auditioned last year, and then they said, do you want to come back? And I said, I can't yep. believe you're even asking me that. Yep. It is once so you're in, you're in for life. You can come do alumni band, and yeah. And I actually think this helped a lot with my performance anxiety, too, because I used to not be able to play in front of people. Like last year, this would have sent me into a full oh. panic attack. And then I kind of just got on the route, and I was like, oh, hey, this is pretty neat. And then after that, I was completely fine, which is really interesting to me. I think it was just like being in front of that many people. I was like, oh, well, if I did it in front of 4 million people watching me, why can't I do it in front of 60 band parents? It's true. It's yeah. true. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad it helped you with that. And thank you so much for coming. I'm so glad we got to meet and hang out this week. Me too. I had so much fun. <laughs> All right. And thanks for coming on the pod too. Of course. So I met Caitlin whenever we were, uh, basically when we had to do room checks that first night because she was in my chaperone group and I just remember her being like really excited to be there and, you know, being excited to be a returner. And she was somebody who like, I had seen her the previous year, but because she's not in the guard and then also like, like she wasn't in my chaperone group, I didn't really get to know her. Um, but anyway, we got to know each other this week and it was just really fun to kind of get to go around the city with somebody who, had a little bit of experience being there and you know she was you know on her second trip usually a lot of the kids I hang out with are there in their first year when they come because yeah. a lot of times the second years they like to go off in their own little groups and do the things you know without necessarily having an adult there and but yeah, we, we hung out and it was cool because she had like these things that she wanted to do that were, you know, not necessarily just like, oh, I'll go wherever you want to go or whatever you want to show me. Um, so that was really, really fun to get to hang out with her and um, a couple other kids that, um, you know, had been there before and, and some other girls that she was friends with and, you know, just whoever kind of tagged along with our group. And, and it's that's one of the cool things about the Macy's band is that like the kids don't know each other going into it unless they had been in the Macy's band the previous year together. So they don't, you know, so they kind of make these new friendships and then like the groups change throughout the week as they all meet each other and make new friends. So it was just, I don't know. It's, it's a really it's, unique experience. I have a question. If yeah. more than one kid, like I know there were several Bentonville kids that were in that band. Did they room together? Do they try and put those kids together? It depends. So like they can request who they want their roommates to be. And so if they all request each other, then yeah, they'll get put into the same room. But they try to put people kind of near their sections. If they're not like oh, in the same sense. room with their section, maybe, or yeah. if they're in a, they might be at least on the same bus with their section. It just makes like getting to rehearsal and stuff like that easier. Cause sometimes they'll be like, Oh, the guard needs to go rehearse at, needs to stay at the hotel and rehearse. 
while the wood the winds go to the armory and like there there's all these crazy things so it's easy to just be like okay bus one and two you're going to this place and bus four and five you're going to this place or whatever so yeah that makes sense (laughs) yeah it's it's really it's honestly stephanie is one of the ladies stephanie and megan are two of the ladies who like put everything together ahead of time and stephanie i tell you what she organizes the rooms and the buses and all that sort of wow. stuff and huge she job a fantastic job huge huge job and she like creates a schedule for the week and it's just it's so much and she's she's made a lot of like a lot of small incremental changes each year makes things just so much easier from one year to the next and so much better so that's another thing is when the kids come back year to year it's a different experience because maybe one year we're going to go see michael jackson like we went and saw the michael jackson musical oh, this year. i saw that yeah we we went to aladdin last year we've seen wicked we went on a a lunch cruise this year which was i actually ron and i talk about that in the <laughs> in the interview but yeah anyway that's it's so much fun and it's a little bit different so that's cool. I can see why you do that every year. I love it so much. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> seriously like the highlight. <laughs> highlight of my year. You just got to have students come and then you yep. can apply to be a chaperone if you have students cool. that are coming because they use professional That's chaperones. Cool. It's, okay. it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> okay, everybody, we're going to help the tubas get the lights strung around their instruments for the holiday parade this week. And after the interview with Ron Simmons, We'll be back with some of our favorite moments from the Macy's Parade, along with the news and more. Hey, this is Christine Ream. And Chris Green. Guard Closet was founded as a consignment business in 2000. Since then, it has grown to include winter guard, band, percussion, and other genres. We can help you with custom flag and costuming designs. Our consignment inventory has plenty of great looks for your color guard, drumline, and marching band. Pay it forward. When you purchase consignment, you help other programs. Last year, we sold over 400 sets of consignments and returned over $125,000 in payments to our consigners for their sales. Additionally, Guard Closet offers custom and pre-designed costumes, flags, floors, and formal wear, full or partial show writing, educational programming, and other services. Max out your rehearsal time and set up a microsite for easy student ordering for shoes, gloves, and other equipment. The Guard Closet team is here to help you get everything you want and need for your season. Check us out at guardcloset.com and follow us on social media. go put your stuff down and let's take a little break. I have got Cindy on the sideline here with me and we are interviewing our guest clinician for the d- today, Ron Simmons. Hi, Ron. Well, hi guys. How are y'all? We're good. Good. So Ron is a very old friend of mine now. We've been friends for a very long time, but uh, also the executive director of the Macy's Great American Marching Band, which uh, like one of my favorite things. (laughs) The best. (laughs) Which I must shamelessly plug. Thank you for all your help over the years with this. 
Oh, absolutely. I love social media and I love the Macy's band and yeah, I will just plaster it everywhere. I have no shame. (laughs) So do you want to like start kind of with the beginning? Like how did your position sort of happen? How did this, how did the Macy's band come together? You know, you were there from the inception of everything, right? Correct. Yeah. Well, back in, um, I don't know. I don't know if your listeners will remember the old McDonald's All American Band that was used to be in the Macy's Parade. Um, Macy's kind of ended that relationship. I mean, after years and years and years, and I mean to the point that I was even nominated for that band when I was a senior in high school because I was a first chair All State player in Virginia. Okay, I didn't realize wow. it was that long ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how long the Macy's or the the McDonald's band had been in existence, and uh, I'm not—I don't have the exact history, but it's—it was a long time. So it kind of ran its course, I guess. And uh, so, so a couple years after that, um, we had a little in with with uh, Macy's, the producers that produced the parade, and especially the band program, and so. Dennis Rhodes, who's the president of music festivals and tours, we're the company that produces, rehearses, takes care of all the everything with the that's Macy's Great American Marching Band. So we actually got in, got an appointment with Macy's, and we did our pitch. But here was the difference: the McDonald's man was all about McDonald's. It mm-hmm. was, um, you know, the the students that were accepted was they wore their own uniform. They wore a McDonald's overlay and McDonald's Shaco and plume and, you know, that type of thing. So, so it was all about McDonald's. So we knew that would not be, you know, an approach that they would want to do again, since that, you know, had been for years and years and years in the making. So we approached Macy's with, Hey, we would like to do an all-star band, but totally different. Now the McDonald's band had two kids from each state. And it was only made up of a hundred students. And Jackie, to your dismise, it did not have color guard. Oh, right. oh my heart! Yeah, it was just winds and winds and percussion. So, but there was only a hundred students that got an actual chance to to be nominated and and audition for the band. So, so we approached Macy's with, hey, we would like to do an all-star band to represent all 50 states, but not limit the numbers. I mean, we wanted to have a, a large band. Um, then we wanted to approach it that we would, we would make it a Macy's type thing in partnership with Macy's. And so then we thought a name and name, and we came up with the Great American Marching Band, considering it was going to be all made up of all 50 states. And, and, uh, and so that's how this all came about. So Macy's in 2006, we launched the first band and, uh, advertised the crazy, you know, anywhere we could advertise. We sent, uh, emails out. We sent postcards. You emailed me. I was too old, but I got the email. (laughs) We sent, uh, you know, uh, emails to directors that had, have traveled with us in the past on, on performance tours or done a festival with us. I mean, you name it, we, we hit the, we hit it hard. (laughs) And uh, so anyway, so, 
So the stipulation was an 06. Well, let's see how it goes. This was from Macy's. Let's see how it goes. And <laughs> we'll go from there. Well, of course, the rest is history. We just finished the 17th year, which we are very oh grateful of. Uh, it would have been 18, but we had the COVID year that we right. lost. So, but that's how that all approached. We approached Macy's, and I think they loved the concept, the fact that we were going to make it uh, a Macy's band, you know, something that had Macy's. So so the uniform design came in, the flag design, everything, um, you know, has the Macy stars, the red and white colors. Um so, you know, the, the sousaphone covers that we use, uh, that's the big red Macy star, all of that. Absolutely iconic. <laughs> yeah. So all of that, uh, all of that came in about, I mean, Macy's just loves this band. I mean, they've used it for different, different things. Um, you know, not necessarily the high school kids, but they've used the uniforms in different things. We actually, uh, some of y'all might remember the old movie that came out with Ben Stiller, uh, Tower Heist. And there's a scene in there that's um, <laughs> there's a scene in there that um, that has the Macy's uniform. Of course, they're all stunt people, but um, you know, well, then they're they're trying that, to uh, yeah, that, they're trying that camera to shot of the actual band too. Yeah, yeah, they got a camera camera shot, and the, they're trying to escape. Of course, they're going through the Macy's parade, and then there's the you know Macy's kids, <laughs> quote unquote, flying out of the way. But the cool thing about that was, and it was a neat experience for the kids, we actually recorded some of the soundtrack with that, with the actual Macy's band that year. And um, we were out at our rehearsal facility and they bought the boom mics, you know, had the, the headphones with the director, all the things. And we actually recorded uh, the march that was played on that soundtrack in that, in that movie. So that is actually the Macy's band you hear playing in that movie. So, so there's been, um, yeah, we've done the today show. Um, we've opened the stock market. (laughs) (laughs) It's really been a really cool thing. And then here, um, here's one of the unique things because the parade is what 97. We just finished the 97th one. Never in the history of the parade has a marching band ever opened the entire broadcast until the Macy's band did it. Oh, and, that, that's uh, that was, awesome. That was, that was before COVID, and um, and we we opened the entire broadcast. And then, if some of y'all remember that parade that's listening, um, then we came through and we bought in Santa. <laughs> so we opened the entire broadcast. We did the 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 Herald Square routine that we do, and then we got immediately on the buses, got escorted back up to to the start of the parade and then we bought in Santa. So, so that was kind of a, a fun year. So, so this, this has really been an exciting and, and fun time for all the students. And of course we have thousands of alumni now. Um, thousands, and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we've had three alumni bands with this and then the 20th anniversary is coming up in 2026 which will be the hundredth anniversary of the Macy's parade. So we're planning on doing perfect timing. Yeah. Have you changed the uniforms at all in all these years? No. Okay. The, the uniforms are kind of iconic now. So uh, whenever we do have to get new uniforms, you know, we'll probably have to keep, keep it similar in style, but hopefully, you know, it's going to be a while. I mean, they're used once a year, you know, True. and uh, we store, we, uh, we clean really well. <laughs> them and store them. And uh, now we have changed the guard uniform. 
Uh, Jackie will, will remember that. Uh, the guard uniforms don't hold up quite as well. So those were changed out. But the actual, um, you know, musician, the winds and percussion uniform, they're, they're still the original ones from 06. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the guard. When, when did you guys add the guard and the dancers to oh, the parade? The beginning, very beginning. Oh, but, I thought you said you didn't have a card. Yeah. yeah, that was oh, the main. okay. Sorry, I misunderstood. And didn't have it. So there again, another another different approach to Macy. Yeah, no, we've we've always had the guard and the dancers right from the get go. Yeah, and uh, the guard line is just oh, and the dance line they they just get better and better every year. So we and had this two, year was fantastic. Oh my uh, gosh, they were so good. <laughs> they were really good. And the one cool thing about it is we're getting. Uh, you know, and bless the parents' hearts and uh, whoever the supporters are to help get them to New York each year. But we're getting more and more of the, you know, very rarely are there freshmen that make the band. It's it's more sophomores, juniors and seniors, but mainly juniors and seniors. And uh, but those those kids are, you know, are starting to to come back each year. So like this year's guard, Jackie, since you mentioned that, I mean, there was there was several kids that were in the guard last year that came back. Yeah. So, so we get that little continuity, which helps. And uh, so I, I had a lot of kids that we have a final dance on the, and dinner on Thursday night for Thanksgiving. And oh, a lot of students will come up and I'm coming back next year, Mr. Simmons, I'm coming back <laughs> next year. And we're, of course, we're excited for that because that's, that's the only way we have, you know, any continuity being right. an all-star, all-star band. Do they re-audition? They audition, yep, yep. Again, audition. the second time. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, the the second time, no. If if you're, except, um, well, we do ask video, but that's just to make sure they, <laughs> you know, but the, uh, <laughs> if they come back, they're automatically accepted. So okay, um, that's our, great. Yeah, our percussion specialist, uh, he he does require a different video in case he needs to reshuffle some of the instrumentation, um, you know, and, and, but the guard, guard dancers and, uh, winds are all automatically accepted. Now the winds can submit an audition. Like if, if they were signed second or third part and they want to try to improve on that, then they can send another audition on that, but, oh but that, it's not required. Yeah. Like the old days when we used to have to fight for first chair. That's right. That's right. <laughs> But yeah, there's 32 on the guard, and and uh, yeah, those 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 girls and guys were fabulous. Hey, that was the probably biggest, one of the biggest ones we we've had. Eight, yeah, and we have eight dancers, and they uh, I I think four out of the eight were returnees. So oh, the, wow. the dance line came together real quick, and Kayleen does a nice job, and Bart Bart Woodley does our guard. He's with WGI and. Kayleen Laga is our dance instructor, so and she does a great job as well. She's been with us now for four or five years, I think. And Bart's been with us for ten, maybe, Jackie. Uh, well, least. he's been there as as long as I've been there. He wasn't the the head of the guard before. He was just helping, right. but he's been there yeah. at, at least since '09. Yeah, since '09, he's been there a while because. Uh, we had the gentleman that was the, the first initial year was the gentleman that started that was uh, working with the cadets. Greg, and, yeah, Greg um, Legola. Yeah, Greg, and then uh, when Greg and them came, then we we found Bart. So yeah, yeah, Bart came and helped that one year, and then 
then he, uh, we looked at him and said, you can take it over. <laughs> <laughs> he does a fabulous job every year. So, yeah. Well, when, really the, does. when the kiddos um, are auditioning, do they have like a routine that is given to them that they have to repeat or are they pretty much coming up with their own? Uh, they routine? can come up with their own, but there's elements that we require them to do. Okay. All right. Great. And the answer is the same way. They can come up with their own routine, but their styles they have to show. And, okay. And, yeah, there's specifications. And then uh, percussion has to show um you know, rudiments that, that Doug Rosner, our percussion instructor, he, um, he, he's ha- he's got requirements that he wants to see, and then they need to play something, a solo or something that will show <laughs> that, and then, then do the rudiments by themselves. And then, um, with the winds, they have to play a solo or an etude. Um, and then, then they have to do a marching portion to show us that they can. I wondered if you had to see marching technique or not, if you just thought, well, we'll just teach them how to do that. No, no, (laughs) Parade is different than field marching. Right. And uh, they don't have to do quite as much since we don't, you know, since we can only do so much movement in Herald Square. So, so there's certain things we do ask them to do, but, but, um, but yeah, no, there is a marching component there. Mm Mm-hmm. And you said that students can start auditioning pretty soon. I mean, looking at like when this podcast is going to be coming out in about a month, it looks like. Okay. Yep. We open auditions for 24's band in on January 15th. So if, if anybody's nice. out there that's uh, listening to this podcast and they're a returner, <laughs> they have to get their application in by the 15th. So we know who's returning and then, the first deadline auditions will open January the 15th and the first deadline's March 30th. And then we have a monthly deadline um, up through September, but we hope to have the band filled before. Yeah. And, and sometimes we have to go to September. You're accepting people through September. Yeah. You're accepting people through September. It just seems like that's, really close to time (laughs) it is is. and the reason is is because of you know we have certain goals with the instrumentation that we we have Mm -hmm. of course like i've already said we 32 dancers and i mean uh that'd be a lot 32 (laughs) 32 guard members and eight dancers and then um and then per percussion we have seven snares five basses uh, four quints and and then seven to eight cymbal players and then uh, with the winds, we uh, we we have certain numbers we like to to have in the you know for example you know um, thirty five trumpets you know that type of thing mm. so but since you know not every student is accepted through, because their audition is not the standard that we need it to be yeah. it, it takes several months before the band is full, but the, um, but once sections are cut, like the guard, for example, the color guard closed at the end of the March auditions. I mean, it was done. I mean, those, those students were, oh, I believe it. yeah, we had several alternates that were already except because we have the returners, you know, so that's why, that's why we asked right. the returners yeah. to get their, all their applications in again early. And I have a, on the website, there's a, a link that for the returners, and then there's a link for the new applicants. And, um, and so 
that gives us the idea. So like, for example, I think I had already had eight flutes and piccolos that returned from last year. <laughs> so, so we ended up, wow. you know, we look for 21 to 25. So that, that tells me how many spots I have open to fill with the graduating seniors, you know? So, yeah. So Jackie, to answer that question, it does sometimes take us up to September to get, to get the <laughs> full. But there again, it's because we have a certain quality, you know, we have to have a certain level of, of musicianship and, and, you know, spinning technique and dancing technique um, in order to put this together. And, if, and you know, where, where other bands that are there have worked months on their routine, we literally have hours. I mean, literally just mm -hmm. hours. So, oh, wow. so it, it's, really, it's an all-star, you know, best of the best type of situation because, you know, we have to have students that can work fast, comprehend fast, and uh, and be learn able fast, to yeah. learn fast. Yeah. <laughs> Keyword. Do you find it difficult? Do you find it difficult to get students from all fifty states? Is that ever a challenge? I'm thinking like Hawaii and Alaska. Is it ever a challenge to fully cover the United States and make sure it you is. have students? It yeah. is. It is. Now we had a student from Hawaii this year. She was like one of the first ones to. She was in the flute section and. Actually, was one of the first ones to Great. audition. Yeah, so we had a Hawaii knocked out pretty, pretty good. But yeah, it is. <laughs> You're like, whew, knock that off the list. <laughs> the um, where we run into issues is, uh, you know, some of the states that may not have, you know, a lot of marching band programs, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, and that's that's where we we True. get with that. But at the same time, um, there's been several stories for me, you know. Uh, that I've had directors that have served, and that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother story. How we do the chaperones and all that. We we use professional staff. <laughs> no, uh, but I've had directors who are serving as our chaperones come up, and you know they may have. I had one one gentleman uh, this year, for example, and one of his students made the band, um, and he took the time. They they do a pep band. They do a, they have a marching band. They do literally march from the band room to the stadium. But they don't do field show. They they do stand band. Mm. But he taught he taught his oh. student, you know, the marching techniques and the things. And of course his student was an awesome player. So the kid was accepted and got the opportunity to march in, in a marching band setting where they may not have the opportunity to do that with their home band. And um, we've had several people like that over the years and from from an educator standpoint, myself that that just warms my heart because I I tell the kids I have a meeting with them on Saturday night when we come in the week before, and um, I ask them I said how many of y'all from small band programs and and probably half of them raise their hand and their band probably would never be accepted because of not having the numbers right. that Macy's look for mm -hmm. so so the All American Marching Band gives them a mm -hmm. chance. To, to do this. That's do wonderful. This. So, so that, that's hard for uh, like Jackie and I to even imagine a state where, I mean, you don't have that intense marching band. I mean, thinking of Texas, <laughs> of course, and Arkansas and just the whole Midwest. And yeah. uh, it's just hard to imagine there's parts of the country where band is not fiercely supported and taught the marching band i mean the right. way it is in the rest of the country so that's a wonderful thing to know that they are embracing kiddos that can't be a part of that 
in the normal world. And they that's can fun. be a part of that with Macy's. That's, that's phenomenal. I had, I, this is a funny story. I had one, uh, one student that looked at me one year and, and, uh, and said, man, the, the, uh, the trumpet section's bigger than my whole band. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and here we have an all state player in, in this, in this particular student that would never have an opportunity to do this, but the Macy's band gave her a chance to do that. So, so there, there's all kinds of stories like that over the years and, and, and it just really warms your heart. And then, and, and when you see these students on Thursday night after they have finished and see the, the pride and, and, you know, the accomplishment and the, the excitement, I mean, they are just, I mean, they could go out and march again. I think, you know, even after three in the morning rehearsal, <laughs> uh, you know, every Wednesday uh. just kind of runs into one day. And, uh, but I mean, I literally, I think they could go out and just march again on, again, on Thursday. They're so excited with the experience. And, uh, I always tell them, I said, you know, you know, enjoy it all, you know, and, and soak it all in because it's, it really is unique. Um, you know, not, not just the Macy's band, but the, just marching in the parade itself. It's, it's just, it's a really an experience and, That's you true. know, to, to, to marching down and, you know, in, in New York and all the buildings and, and, the, and the people, I mean, they're just rows and rows and rows deep. I mean, we're talking three and a half million people along the parade route. And uh, so some of them have never experienced anything like that, you know, I can imagine. And it's cool when we're marching down the street and then you hear parents and friends and family cheering, you know, waving out. <laughs> Yeah, you know, or whoever, you know, whatever name they're calling, <laughs> and uh, you know, and then so they're they're like a rock star right there, you know, with, with their own family. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyway. if you have yeah. anybody who's listening who wants to audition, what's the website, and what should they look for when they get to the website to apply to audition? Okay, it's it's uh, www dot of course. And it's Muse, M-U-S, not music, M-U-S, festivals, F-E-S-T-I-V-A-L-S.com. I can spell that. Anyway, musefestivals.com. <laughs> and then they're going to click on the Macy's Great American Marching Band logo at the top. And then, then there will be all the navigation. So to the left will be, um, you know, uh, the application where they can pick up the registration form. And they can do that all online. Uh, there is a registration fee of $30 and that can be paid right where they have to pay it as they submit their application. They don't have any choice. It's a automatic. And then, uh, but there's just all kinds of information. There's a, a sample itinerary of what, what they can expect while they're in New York. Cause remember, they're not only just prepping for the parade, but they're oh, also, yeah. they're also being tourists as well. So, right. Uh, yeah. And, uh, so Sunday's usually our big touring day, you know, so because that's the most time they have. So this year they got a chance to have a lunch cruise. Um, they saw MJ, the musical. Oh, that lunch cruise was amazing. If I could like <laughs> give my two cents about it, loved yep. it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then of course some free time. And then, then the other days, you know, there's, there's some times to go into city and do different things. So, so anyway, so, so yeah, it's just a jam packed, you know, 
Wow. Itinerary. Um, a real experience, not just a parade, but a, the whole New York experience. Right. And like I said, That's on the incredible. website, there's a sample itinerary. You can click our main staff, Dr. Rick Good, who is the overall head director. Uh, we've already mentioned Bart and Kayleen and then Doug Rosner, our, our percussion specialist. So you can read a little bio about them. And then, of course, the music staff consists of, of folks from all over the country. Um, and, uh, so we don't have specific because they change each year and, uh, but, um, mm. but there's a supporting teaching staff of about 10 people. Uh, so, so there's about 15 music staff people that put this all together, you know, with sectionals and working, working in the different sections of the, of what we call the block and, um, and then moving the block into Herald Square, that type of thing. So, um, but anyway, all that can be found on our website and, uh, you know, and the one thing I want to emphasize, please, so we don't go to September, that would be a nice goal one year, <laughs> is to register early, you know, to audition early because there were some students, unfortunately, that auditioned after sections were closed and they apparently didn't see that on the website, but I put it right there. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> So they didn't get a chance to to be in the band because those sections were already full. So, so I encourage them, you know, because uh, usually after the first deadline, the numbers are shrink. You know, there's not as many opportunities open, and like, you know, I don't want to make it sound like we're going right up to September all the time. We we usually do. But <laughs> I'm looking like this year, for example. I'll just give you this year. I was looking for three more trumpet players. You know, I was mm. looking for about three or four more trombone players, you know, that type of thing. So, so I wasn't looking for a whole lot. I was just looking to fill out the section. And again, you know, we keep the auditions open until, until at least September 30th, just so we have the quality of the, of the, you know, level that we need for, for this all-star group. This sounds like DCI auditions. No. <laughs> really? Last <laughs> minute, we need you. We need trumpets. We need trombones. Yeah. You always just run me into that. A lot of these kids do march DCI. They, 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 uh, they leave here. I and bet. Yeah. They leave here and, and try out for DCI. And so we have a, we have a lot of students that have marched DCI that, that come from this band, you know, or vice versa. So, yeah, that's so, fantastic. She led me right into that. That was. <laughs> <laughs> we always joke about like the Macy's Band Week is kind of like if you take the whole summer of DCI and you kind of compressed it into one week, oh, it just wow. like took out all the sleeping. That's what it's like. You're, just, you're not <laughs> no sleeping. Sleep. You're practicing. You're touring the country. You're you're just touring New York though instead of the whole country. Right. And right. then that's... and then you. And you have like a 4 a.m. rehearsal or, well, this year it was really early. It was like 3 a.m. or something or 3.30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always, I always joke that I love that. Only in New York City can too. marching bands rehearse it from, I mean, that, that session goes <laughs> That's from, true. Uh, from two, two in the morning to 4.30 in the morning. And we were at 3.30 mm. this year. And, uh, but only in New York City can marching bands play that time of the morning and things will be okay you know <laughs> not bother anyone you know, no noise ordinance <laughs> i'm not too sure too many high schools can go down in their 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 city you know no. at three in the morning and play and be okay you know um, definitely not <laughs> but it, it but that is a unique experience itself 
I mean, it really is because, um, you know, the lights are bright and uh, it's quiet, you know, before all the hustle and bustle. And and um, but, you know, you're coming into the Herald Square setting and, uh, you know, all the camera lights and, and the you know, the voice of the producer director is like, OK, man, you know, and the big, deep voice coming <laughs> over the, you know, and it, and, um, I mean, it's 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 a unique experience, too. And then it gives a chance for those kids to actually, uh, you know, we got three runs in, actually, um, because you got about 10 minutes to do your thing. And uh, so the first time we went in singing, you know, so make sure we hit center. So you always want to hit center of the star. And folks that are familiar with the Herald Square performance Uh knows what that means. And then um, the second time we came in all, all out. And then the third time we came in and then we did our exit. And uh, so each time, you know, each time it just got a little bit better. But those that way, when the kids come back, you know, and we went on the TV at 10.09 this year. We came right out of the commercial break. And that's a unique experience. Because <laughs> the Macy's band, we have found that, you know, if we're not leading the parade or bringing in Santa, we're usually either coming into a commercial, coming out of a commercial. They always put mm-hmm. us in in spaces. So you're sitting there at the red ready line. And again, those of you who are familiar with Herald Square, you'll, you'll know what that means, uh, but that's the prep line of where you start it. And, um, and so you hear one minute coming out of commercial one minute, you know, (laughs) you want. And, um, so, you know, it's a unique experience to see that. And then, um, so every, everything, everything is, I keep saying unique experience because it really is, you know, the students that get to do it more than once, lucky them, but it's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's as exciting to them the second time. I mean, we will have a potential one student that has, will be in this band all four years and they, oh, were, lucky wow. Enough, wow. they were lucky that's enough. Incredible. Yeah. They were lucky enough to make it as a freshman and that's very rare. And, uh, but this person's already told me, you know, next year will be their fourth year. And, and they said, oh, they'll be that's, back. That's and, great. And the excitement. When that when that student talks to me, the excitement is like the first time. I mean, it's never yes, it's it's just a a different experience every year, and not not just because we play different music and do a different uh, you know drill, but it's the fact that it's just it's a different experience every time. You know, I mean, the the one thing that that I always tell the kids when I meet with them on Saturday night that this band will never be together again. You know, it's it's a one time thing. That's true. Those particular students, that particular music, that particular routine, uh, that particular drill. You know, it's all. Sorry about that. That ding just went through. Um, (laughs) It's all. It's all unique to that one year, so it will never be the same. You know, they'll they'll never be together. So, so yeah. So, and you can see I'm, I'm how long is that? How long is the parade route? I didn't think about that. Some of those kids have never really marched before. How long is it? It's two and a half miles. Okay. And it goes by quick. The, um, the biggest thing, those, those directors out there that are listening and you want to apply for Macy's with your own, uh, it is the best hurry up and wait experience you'll ever have. (laughs) You will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, you literally yep. hurry up and then you wait and, uh, because everything's got to be done a certain way to move that many people, you know? So, so, oh, you know, sure. literally, yeah, they give you a time that you need to arrive for your, you know, AM rehearsal. And in this case, we were, 
305 was our arrival time at 3 330 we were <laughs> so you have just enough time just don't to bother going to bed yeah just warm up a little <laughs> bit and then you're gone because because of just moving all that that traffic and then uh then we have a time we have to be uptown at the start of the parade and they schedule that out because um they try to put you know all the floats are coming on the main start of the road on, on and then the balloons are feeding in from the side streets and then all the bands are are on the sidewalk along central park and so they put you in order so then when you feed in yeah so when you feed into the parade everybody's in their order it's really unique but because of that you know you have to arrive you have to get off the buses you have to go you have to get i mean it's really and then you wait you know until the parade starts <laughs> and uh, it, 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 it really and then you is. move up and you wait you move up and you wait you move up and then you kind of get in the parade lineup <laughs> yep so really it's about six miles when you consider all the wait time <laughs> So anyway, but yeah, it's two and a half, uh, two and a half miles down the parade route. And then, uh, and then like I say, there's about three and a half million people. I mean, it is, it is crazy uh, how many people are there. I mean, and then the folks that are fortunate to have apartments and things there, you know, yes. you, you can look up and just see them. If they have a balcony, they're on the balcony. They got the windows open, listen. I mean, it's really cool. If you take all that in, I mean, it's just blows your brain, you know. And then, that is uh, definitely on my bucket list. It really <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ron, thank you so much for coming in and sharing all this with us. I This is seriously like one of my absolute, the highlights of my year every year. And I love the Macy's band so, so very much. So oh. I really appreciate you sharing this with us. And hopefully this will recruit some more people to come and I audition hope so. too. I hope so. And again, Jackie, thank you for, you, you've been with us many years and and helping us with this behind the scenes and and. You know, and she, she, she nailed it. I mean, you know, I, I refer to it like, like, you know, regular high school bands, band, band parents have about a month to get their uniforms all, you know, fittings and we have a day, you know, literally. <laughs> um, you know, wow. it's, it, it, it's everything on everything you have to do for marching band. We have to do it in a day. It's like marching band on steroids. I mean, it really yeah. is. <laughs> And that's so, what you I mean, do, Jackie. Uh, you help you help get the uniforms ready. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Guard, wow. Handle all that, and uh, with the garden and dancers and makeup and I mean, you name it. I mean, there's a. <laughs> we, we could, I know we've been on for about half an hour now, but I mean, we could literally just all the tasks that have to be done. Um, you know, literally on one day is it, just it will blow your mind. But if you can just picture everything you do. You know, the month of band camp, just picture that us just doing it all. Shrink it down. <laughs> one shrink one it down day. into a week. Yep. Just cram it <laughs> in oh, here. Cram it Exciting, all in. though. And then, by the way, after you get all that done, then we go and chaperone the students for the week and do all the touring <laughs> and rehearsing. And, but it, it is. It, it's, a, it's a fun a experience. experience. Yeah. It's, it really is. It's a whole experience. So, anyway, thank you all. Well, again, thank you for really coming on. It. Yeah. <laughs> So we're excited. We're looking forward to next year. And, and I encourage all the students to audition. We'd love to, you know, not have to go to September. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, stick around for this last rep, because as soon as we're done with that, we're going to hit the news and uh, we'll see you guys on the next water break. <laughs> 
Hey everyone, it's Jeremy, one of the producers from On A Water Break, and I'm just here to tell you about some really great bonus content that we have going on on the rest of our podcast channel. You should check out On A Water Break in Rhinestones with your host, Lexi Duda. She has stories from twirlers all across the world. Also, speaking of worldviews, we have On A Water Break, Lost in Translation with Cynthia Bernard, who explores a word each and every time with a brand new guest from around the world, making sure that no one gets lost in translation. Check out other great bonus content as it comes out all the time here at On A Water Break. Okay, back to the main show. Okay, Cindy, what did you think of Ron? Honest opinions. Oh, Ron, he was awesome. I'm just so envious that he gets to do that every year. And among his regular teaching gig and his running a travel company <laughs> and helping with that. Per- I mean, wow, that would just be amazing to to be able to do that. He was really interesting. And, and I was just fascinated to, to hear all the things he gets to do with all that. And, and I'd kind of like to, to try something like that someday. Just be a, a fly on the wall. Be, I would love to be a part of the Macy's Parade. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to figure it out. Me too. You have contacts We're now. Doing it. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's such a nice guy and like for all of the stuff that he like does and has done, he's just he's so down to earth. You know, you might think of somebody like that would be like on a different planet and he's just not. He's he's so down to earth and so level-headed and and really just I don't know, he does a great job for those kids. He works hard for them and you can tell, I feel like. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, you can tell it's really important to him that they have a good experience and that he gets kids from all over the country and and he really puts effort into it all the way up to the last second, evidently, when he was trying to get those last few spots plugged in in September. So I know it's not easy. Literally. Well, we are planning on having him back in the spring. Yay. So those of you who are listening, uh definitely tune back in to hear Ron talk in the spring and uh, see maybe what spots are still open and see if you can get into the Macy's band and, you know, March in the 2024 parade. Figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is going to have our own float. I'm just telling you. Just, How amazing would that be? <laughs> yes. <sighs> so or we can march behind Cindy. <laughs> Yeah, Cindy should be marching with the band director's mm-hmm. band, and then we'll just yep. have our float. Mm-hmm. What would our balloon be, though? Like a giant water bottle, maybe? Oh, that's Ooh. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, what were you guys' favorite moments from the parade this year? I had so many. I mean, all of the, the I mean, the band directors, obviously. I mean, the all of the bands. My hero, though, for the entire parade, besides Santa. My hero for the entire parade is that rifle soloist from Fishers. Oh. That she stood out there and threw that solo toss, that solo rifle toss. I, I haven't been able to rewind it and see if it was a five or a six. Or I, I, it was hard to see the rotations because they only kind of showed her body. But um, she stood there and she nailed that. And I've always often thought about what that would be like. 
when the Super Bowl was at MetLife Stadium and they had all the local marching bands participate in the halftime show, my band went and I was out there and we just basically like we oh yeah, we basically had like choreographed cheering for Bruno Mars. Like it was like do this and do this and then but they choose all the high school marching bands because we know how to move around football fields. Anyway, during that I thought to myself, what if we had to like actually spin in this? Like what if we had to like actually spin? Would I be more nervous or less nervous than I would be in a judged performance that like counts for a score. Is it more pressure to do that? Or is it more pressure to perform in front of the entire world? And that's so true. You know, you know, so that, that thought crossed my mind, but when I, that thought actually crosses my mind often. But when I saw that girl go out there and she just, with the TV, the whole entire world watching, just cracked that. I was like, bam, that's my yeah, favorite moment. Yes. That's I got to go awesome. back and watch that again. <laughs> she was great. I like the college bands. I mean, obviously, I, lo- I mean, the, the high school bands are great. And, and that high school band is my life. But I love <laughs> that college bands go to the Macy's Parade. And you can tell that they're still kids at heart, too. And uh, I really loved Especially the Southern bands. They're kind of my favorite in the SEC. I don't know. <laughs> no. I didn't get to see a whole lot of the parade until after I got home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for me, like we were waiting to go. And um, Alex Newell from the musical Shucked, which was right before the band director's band, came over and was like taking selfies with like <laughs> band she was very like very kind to everybody on the on the in the band and talking to everyone it was awesome and they were great and probably one of my favorite moments was just seeing you know all these band directors geek out over the the broadway stars that were right in here so it was super cool that musical is also hilarious. I didn't see it, but I got to hear all of the lyrics while we were waiting to go into Herald Square. And I kind of want to go see it now. It's it's a musical about corn, right? Correct. <laughs> okay. I mean, to each their own. <laughs> I've heard it's hilarious, though. I don't know what it's about. Like, I don't really know the premise of it or anything. I just heard that it's about corn and it's funny. Me neither. The first I heard about it was when they were in front of us in the parade. So, and it's called shucked. Is that what you said? Shucked. Yeah, like you shuck corn, like you pull the the uh, yeah. the shuck off of it. You pull the the green off of the corn cobs. Yeah, it, it, it sounded hilarious. But... <laughs> <laughs> now I, we're gonna a... see a band show do that next fall. I'm telling you, you probably, wait. probably. <laughs> It's gonna happen. There's gonna be like 18 <laughs> winter guards and inner drum lines do indoor drum lines doing it this year. Dressed up oh, as absolutely. corn. <laughs> uh, All corn I that's I love that about the the parade, like is the the staging area. You know, they kind of you depending on where you are in the parade, if you're further back, you actually kind of get to intermingle with people more. But like you get to sort of intermingle with different celebrities and performers and different fans and stuff. And so it, it's really neat that you kind of like you come early and you get to line up and, and just be there for all of this, um, 
for everything. I was really looking for Cher, but I couldn't find her. Yeah. was <laughs> <laughs> on a mission. We got to hang out with Chicago for a while. Like they kind of, where, where we were at and where they were at was like, it was next to each other. And then like, they would go a little bit and then they'd be like way away from us. And then like, we would go and we'd catch up to them. And then like, we would go again and we'd be like ahead of them. And then they would come and catch up to us. And so we kind of went back and forth with Chicago. And what's really fun is like, a lot of the celebrities are musicians at heart and they did high school music programs themselves. And so the, um, the kids were like talking to, I mean, like talking, they're yelling to each other uh, and yelling to Chicago. And, and the, the guys in the band were so nice. And they were taking pictures and stuff. And they, there was at one point they were like playing music back and forth. Like the kids would play like a stand tune from their school. And then like the band Chicago would like play it back to them. Incredible. <laughs> like, wow. And then like <laughs> they would, and then like Chicago would play something. And then there were some kids that kind of organized themselves and like, would play it back. It was really cool. Like just the, those kind of interactions. I, I absolutely love. I, I seriously have stories like that from every single, every single year I've gone, there's always been something cool, some cool interaction like that. And you know, these kids get so inspired. So that's what I love about the Macy's parade is like all of these inspirational stories that come out of it. Cause it's, it's just, uh, it's just so good. <laughs> okay. It is time for the news. <laughs> so much accomplished today great job everyone bring it in for the announcements i want to start us off with a news story that started off it starts off as one of my worst nightmares that i've ever had as a as a teacher who takes their kids on any sort of trips bethel high school but it it does have a happy ending so you know don't be don't be scared. <laughs> uh, Bethel High School's band in Washington, I believe is where it is, in Washington State, their their bus driver didn't show up to take them to the Christmas parade. The number of times wow. that I have like been terrified that this was gonna happen to me when I'm supposed yes. to take my kids on like a long trip or something. Oh my gosh. Uh so their bus driver didn't show up, but what they did was they their their it looks like it was their music booster uh, club that came up with the idea and then posted about it they decided to have their own christmas parade and they just marched through the neighborhoods and so they didn't even go they didn't go to the parades no they were they were supposed oh. to be in two different parades in two different cities and oh no didn't get to go. sounds like they started a new tradition I think that I think that would be cool. Like, like you know, then people don't even have to like go to town. Like, if if they want to stay in their neighborhood and watch the parade go by, like how how cool is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kudos to those teachers and directors for like putting that you know saying you know turning that turning a negative into a positive for those kids. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. Because that totally could have gone a different way, and they they really made it into something and. And it sounds like it was really special for those people who saw it. They were, they were saying like, I've never seen anything like that. And like, I heard loud noises and I just looked out the window and there was a band in uniform marching and playing music down the street. So that's best so cool. surprise ever. Yep. And it sounds like they're simply 
they didn't have a bus driver scheduled for them. It was just like a human error of, uh, of, of forgetting to schedule a bus driver. They've got a lot of their, they, it sounds like they're really short on bus drivers in general. And then anytime they have absences, it's really, really difficult. So they're trying to you know, hire more bus drivers, basically. Like ask like teams, athletic teams, the coaches would drive the buses. Oh, yeah. and maybe we need band directors driving the buses. I could see why the coaches have never seen me drive. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I have to be careful who I tell this to, but I do have my CDL because I had to get it so I could drive Spintronics to all of our winter guard competitions. Yeah. Well, I mean this I feel like this is a problem across the country with schools and then like drum corps are trying to get drivers and like everybody needs drivers for everything and it's not an easy job i know when some of the kiddos were trying to get to uil state i don't think it was this year i think it was last year and uh the charter bus didn't show up so they had oh to gosh. scramble and just grab the yellow buses and take them and uh, that was in the oh. leander district and and that was that was pretty bad. You can't just well, that would be extra up. tough Take too if you like were planning on having those buses there for school, yes. and then they had to take those buses on a big trip. Wow. Mm-hmm. Those charter companies, I would just stick with the yellow buses. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have more I'm glad trouble. At least the they were able to march through the through their neighborhoods and and have a good time of it, anyways. Because seriously, like I love parades so much, and that's just. Yeah, it's just that's the fun part of it is getting to see people and and make people smile. So I'm so glad they got to do that. Trish, do you want to tell us what you brought today? Yes. So the, you know, it's almost college football bowl season and University of Iowa will be playing the University of Tennessee in the Citrus Bowl. And the bands are heading there. They are they are ready to go. But the drum major of University of Iowa just posted that they're not going to be able to play at halftime. Actually, neither bands. They're not going to be able to play at halftime, only pregame, because Gavin DeGraw will be performing at halftime. Where's he been all these years? But um, he he will be playing a concert at halftime. So they're just super disappointed. And according to the post from the drum major, he said, if you could please share the Citrus Bowl post and urge our fans to support the band playing at halftime, I would greatly appreciate it. So, I mean, I'm sorry. It says at the game. He means pregame. He says at the game. But um, so, I mean, there's so many, I mean, there's so many so many sides to this. I mean, here in New Jersey and, you know, high school marching band, I mean, the school I coach at has a very successful football team and we've played at, you know, state football games and stuff like that. The bad kids get just as excited as the football kids. And I'm sure that's what's happening here is that now I think they're afraid that nobody's going to see them at pregame. Now, if people come late or whatever, there's not and i think that that's you know one of the concerns that that's why he's reaching out to urge people to try and you know come see them in pregame because you know it's it's going to be their only shot i mean our kids they used to a few years ago they used to 
put us both at halftime, mm-hmm. but you couldn't do the whole show. Right. We had to cut down the show. Now that's even all gone. And we're just playing in the stands. So the guard kids don't get to perform at all. Ooh. So they're happy to go and just support the team, but it would be much better. They would like it much more, obviously, if they got to perform. So I'm kind of feeling this kid's pain. Well, I read the story, you know, online earlier and I was like, wow, I, I get that. I feel that, you know, for real. So you know, if you're guys out there, if you're heading to the Citrus Bowl, get there early and support yeah. the bands. Well, it does feel like they're moving away from from marching bands and bringing in these entertainers. And, you know, it's not the Super Bowl. We're talking about college football. Right. Let these bands play. They're such a huge part of the experience. Absolutely. And it's ridiculous. I'm sorry, in my opinion, that uh, they're bringing in entertain- paid entertainers. Nothing yeah. against really- Gavin DeGraw, of course. Well, Gavin DeGraw, right, if you're listening no. to this, you're awesome. Yeah. We just <laughs> want to see our bands. Sure he is, but the bands deserve bands deserve the experience just as much as everybody else. Yeah. They, they work just as hard. So well, it's I, sad that they get replaced. Well, I I so there used to be a program called the All American Halftime Show that performed at halftime of the Citrus Bowl as well, and so they did like this thing where it was like uh, like one of the one of the college bands would play part of their halftime show, and then the other college band played part of their halftime show, and then the the all-american halftime show group and the all-american halftime show group was really neat it was a combination of cheerleaders dance team like palm girls well i don't even know if they had palms i think they were just dancers and majorettes and color guard members and spintronics had several girls that were in that for a few years in a row and like it was such a cool combination but then like 2020 happened and it kind of like, yeah. you know, like everything else did. And it just never came back from that. And so I, I'm i kind of like, I wonder if it never came back because it didn't want to come back or if it was because they wanted to move a different direction with the halftime show and get these you might be right. performers yeah, in there. Now. This is not a trend for the future, but I do worry that it might be. Yeah, it cuts back on performance opportunities so much for these kids. Gosh. Well, there's other performance opportunities like Cindy, your yes, story. There is. there is. There's this thing coming up in um, New Year's. I think it's called the Rose Parade. I don't know. But uh, yeah. And uh, high school bands. I think I counted 19 bands. Now, they're not all high school bands, but there's a whole lot of them that are going to be performing that day in the Rose Parade. We have some of our uh, BOA bands that are going to be there. William Mason is going to be there. Castle from India. Indiana is going to be their Jinx from Jinx, Oklahoma. Yes. And Westlake. Got to give a shout out to my Chaparral fans. Westlake (laughs) from Austin is going to be there. And uh, so there's, there's a nice variety uh, representing uh, all areas. There's a Hawaii band that's going to be there. So it's, it's, it's really cool how they're representing the, the whole realm of marching band. Westchester's going to be there. Ooh, yay. Ooh. Nice. What do we know about Westchester? I I don't know. Nobody, nobody we know went there or anything like that. <laughs> I actually, I drove through Westchester on my way up to New York for the Macy's Parade this year. I don't know that I was supposed to drive through Westchester. I'm pretty sure it was a wrong turn. But, uh, but I just remember seeing the sign and being like, oh, hey. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's where that is. Todd Marconi and staff are going to put on some spectacular. I'm really excited to see it. Awesome. Where can people find the uh, the list if they want to go look it up? Sure. The tournament of roses.com. And it has the entire list of every group that's going to be performing that day. So, and um, not just the bands, of course, but the whole parade. So look it up, check it out and be sure you're watching. And it's not a long parade or anything, right? Cindy Mancini. It's the longest parade. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, wait, when you were in the Rose Parade, okay, totally changing the subject now. But when you were in the Rose Parade, did you like have a long way to walk from the bus to get to the parade (laughs) and then back to the bus again too? Yes. I don't actually know if it was that long, but it felt that long. (laughs) Especially going well, back. <laughs> especially going back. I felt bad for like people carrying heavy objects. I'm a trumpet player. Mine's not heavy, but people playing drums, sousaphone, I felt oh. really bad. <laughs> oh. It was great, though. I'm so excited for all those bands that are going to perform. Well, do you want to talk about uh, your story today? Yours is a follow-up to an earlier story we yeah. had. Mine's a follow-up to not the funnest story on the face <laughs> of the planet, but the band director from Minor High School who in a viral story earlier this fall was tased for his band not stopping playing after police asked him to stop several times, supposedly, or according to the story, his, the judge has ruled that his case will go to trial after his lawyer has asked for them to dismiss the case. So he will be going to trial. His, the charges against him are, harassment disorderly conduct and resisting arrest oh my goodness yeah i mean you should always listen to what the police tell you to do if they're telling you to stop but i I feel like i feel like the tasing was a little uh excessive especially seeing like the videos that circulated it's like yeah it it seemed odd yeah was this very odd my students wanted to know why i've never gotten tased for them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it, i mean maybe you could raise money and then yeah. offer that yes. as the reward yes. to watch my t- <laughs> hey, we raise a hundred thousand no you'd have to raise a million dollars for my band yeah. even <laughs> yeah. but i mean i feel i feel i feel for him you want to advocate yeah. for what is right for your students and he believes that them playing was what was right for them but also follow the expectations yeah. of right. the police so i, I love <laughs> There's a balance. Yeah. There is a balance, but I don't I don't know. I don't think tasing may have been the right answer to that. Well, what? the fact it's going to trial tells yeah, you that they're, they're going to decide what what was right when they go to trial here it sounds like. That's oh, I feel bad. Oh, I do too. Man, oh, podcast well, on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we should uh maybe we should cover live from the courtroom or something like that mm-hmm. on, on We just stream it. I'm in. <laughs> We can't have recordings in court, so we're going to have to wait until the court goes on their water break recesses, and then we can get the scoop. (laughs) All right, everyone, thank you so much for a great rehearsal this week. Thank you to our hosts, Cindy and Trish. And Cindy Mancini, can you tell us one more time where we can find you? Yeah, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Girly Band Director. And that's Girly, G I R L. Why? Okay. And uh, yeah, and Ron, thank you so much for coming in and being our main guest this week uh, interview. 
And thank you again to Caitlin for her interview this week. Make sure you guys go subscribe, write us a review, share this with a friend. Make sure you follow us on social media at On A Water Break. And we'll see you at the next rehearsal on a water break. Go practice. The On A Water Break podcast was produced by Jeremy Williams and Christine Reed. The intro and outro music was produced by Josh Lida. To learn more, visit lidamusic.com. And until next time, thanks for tuning in.